Oh, oh hello. It's, uh, it's the Grouchy Club. Uh, we're in a very noisy, possibly very noisy, Mamadbeer Shire Emporium in London. It's the 29th of January 2016. It's not uh, noisy. I can't hear any noise. Yeah, you're speaking. I'm John Fleming. She's... A copstick. K-copstick. There no, there's no noise at the back. I, I take that as a personal insult. Yeah. Mm, thank you. Uh, now, this is just even more shambolic than... Because I'm in a raging bad mood, yeah. having been sent a video link to one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my life. So, so last, last weekend, you were coughing up blood and a bit... A bit on no, the I was vomiting side. blood. Vomiting blood, yes. You pedantic to the end. Yeah. Uh, and so this week, you've got to be back to normal. Don't like the idea of end. Frankly. So it's, no, but this, this week you're back to the normal thing, which is spitting blood, figuratively speaking. Shut, it was absolutely dreadful. And Please I, don't send me links to dreadful videos. It just gets me moody, and then John comes in and bears the brunt of it. But I, I love bearing the brunt. Though. So there's that. Nobody my... is coming in to shop at the Mama Biashara Emporium, so I'm extremely upset about that. Well, it's four minutes and after now closing. you've arrived with no list. Now, I have had a list of things to talk about for the past two podcasts, and you have not. So I am standing firmly on the moral high ground here, the comedy moral high ground, or the moral comedy high ground, or whatever. Well, the high ground you moral. said you had a list when you came in. I didn't have a list. We all excited. I had one idea, then we decided not to do that, because it might be slagging off the person. Well, we weren't slagging off the person, we were just being factual. Jodie Kamali, get over yourself. You went on... You auditioned for Britain's Gold Talent, and you were treated badly. And that's interesting or surprising because what no it wasn't interesting or surprising get over yourself move on so that was quite quick we've got quite a lot of podcasts still to go I, well it could be a very short one i, I told him to come along to the grouchy club live on the 9th of february at the mamabeer emporium and he could he could tout his wonderful ideas to you and me he... ah, if things carry on like this there might be compulsory shopping during the <laughs> grouchy club podcast <laughs> So if you, if other African emporia are available. No, they're not. <laughs> I wish we'd stop saying that. There just aren't. We're not on the BBC. You're scratching well, a lot. Why are I you scratching know, a lot? I don't know. I'm very, very itchy. You haven't got that strange thing in South America that's going to destroy all, all life on Earth, have you? What's that? Oh, oh the Zika, or whatever, yes, it is. whatever it is. Apparently they, re they released uh, genetically modified mosquitoes in exactly the area where this has all started. Could be the beginning of the end of the world. I None of us might even reach the Edinburgh Festival. I, I thought it all started with her, her marrying Michael Douglas, but that's obviously made me misprint no, Zika, that. not Zita. Ah, I probably read the Guardian report. Um, but you are why are you scratching? I don't know, I'm just very, very things. itchy. No, you're just very, very restless. Vomiting blood. You, you haven't um, destroyed anyone's career in the now last Now, it turns out that the deadline for Edinburgh Fringe. registration for the Edinburgh Fringe is the 16th of March, but the deadline for the printed programme is the 13th of April. Now, does that mean... You're clutching at straws here. No, but does that mean that you have to have... Uh, can you, to register, you just go, yes, I am John Fleming. I will be doing a show. I, I it will be a one-hour stand-up comedy show. I drifted off halfway through that. And, or does it mean you have to say it will be exactly this? Or do you have until the 13th of April to say my show will be exactly this. Because if so, people can come along to the hopefully helpful workshop that I'm doing on the 23rd of March. And uh, is it, it is, it don't look like that. Well, it was originally on Easter Sunday, has it moved? Oh, that's a good point. Uh, because the, the, uh, yeah, we talked about that yes, um, um, last podcast. Hyphenated was going to move it. She, she and you were going to have a chat about this and ah, right. probably move it. Oh, so Hyphenated has moved it? Arlene Hyphenated? No, 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 she was going to talk to you and then possibly move it. Right. Uh, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, neither do we, and it's very worrying that she's doing a, you're, you're doing a, a, a course uh, on how to actually 
attend and perform at the Edinburgh Fringe. Not doing a course. And I'm, appear, doing a, I'm doing a day. And appear well, not, half a day. And appear not to well, do, four, not, three or four hours. I appear not to know simple things like how to actually apply. Well, oh, no, it's not that. It's just it says here... How far uh, are we into this travesty? We're well, four minutes in. That it's 16th of March is the deadline for discounted registration fee, Yeah, that's right, yeah. Right? Yeah. So shows must be fully registered. Yes. Does that mean you have to have your title no, and, no. and all of that? Or does it mean you say, I am doing a... I'm repeating myself here. I know. Um, no, no, it doesn't mean that. I know what, what you do is you put in any old title, any old 40 words or 30 words, and you don't actually have to... Uh, you can change them up to the... the up until the, the, the 13th of April, which the, is yeah, the, the printed, printed yeah, programme yeah, yeah. date. I do, I do that every year. I put in... I usually know the title of the show, The Grouchy Club or The Malcolm Hardy Show, and I just put any old rubbish in, in the content uh, the, the description. But then you can change it all, including the title of the show, up until, up until the 13th yeah, of April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good, because if I am doing this... Uh, hopefully helpful three or four hours on how to, not how to, but, you know, helping people to hopefully put together a, a successful, enjoyable mm. uh, fringe show, then uh, they will be able to come along to that before finalising their entry in the programme. Indeed. Always a good thing, I think. Uh, You're just burbling. You're not even being attention. I have to tell you, listener, that he's gazing off into the middle distance... He's got his hands behind his back for some reason and he's, he's swaying backwards and forwards in his seat. Oh, Excuse what, me, I'm just, I'm just going to Google first signs of Alzheimer's. Do you think we should start this again? No, we can't. We haven't got time. No, we haven't got time. Uh, it's, uh, it Nobody was... listens. They do. They're, they're droves. I've sent you the graphs. Oh, I think we should get people to, to... People send in questions to Janie Godley. Why don't they send us questions we that we could discuss? We probably don't know. We won't want their questions, will we? There'll be questions like why... No, they won't. Janie Godley doesn't get questions like why. Oh, but she probably makes them up, I don't know. I've, been, I've just been talking to the lovely Simon Kane, who's uh, Ask the Industry podcast. Terribly good. We've both done it, haven't we? I've, I've been on it. It hasn't come out yet. Hasn't I, it come out? I, I did it last, last March or something, and then he, he claimed for some bizarre reason. In a, in a, a Maybe you were shit. I, I thought I was shit, but he, say, he said he thought that if he... If he uh, didn't transmit it until after the Edinburgh Fringe was finished. He might win a cunning stunt award. I couldn't what? quite follow the logic here. All right, and, and oh, so by not transmitting yeah, it at yeah. all, he thinks he's he's definitely going to get a yeah, cunning yeah. stunt award. But but in fact, I think I think he's broken up with his girlfriend, and he hasn't he hasn't got time to do the three hours or something. I was at it. Well, I have to tell you that uh, the one he's just done with Ian Coyle, uh, who is commissioning editor for a uh, head of commissioning for Dave and uh, for a lot of other UK TV yeah. channels was fantastic I mean well I think I think one of his reasons for doing this podcast was just so he had an excuse to interview really important people yeah well and, and, and after three hours he probably realised I wasn't actually that important so I thought it so was been dumped. I think it had been dumped not important of, and dull yeah, it, dear, it, dear dear yes no I'm sure he's probably keeping you for an Easter special or something but also before the Edinburgh Fringe... You know, popping up like the White Rabbit or the Mad March Hare. Also before the Edinburgh Fringe last year, I was interviewed uh, on Skype, I think, by that very nice American guy who, who preceded us in the, in the lounge in the uh, accounting house. Oh, I know, yeah. Um, Peter... Him. What's his yes. name? Marino. Terribly sorry, Peter. Uh, Lance. Late Lan night with Lance. Lance. Oh, or, and later with Lance. Yes, yeah. and, and so I, I, I hope he's coming back. Well, I was, was good in, fun. I was interviewed for that, and then he asked me for your details so you could be interviewed. I was interviewed. And you were interviewed, and he ran it. He didn't run mine at all. So everyone keeps interviewing me, realising I'm not important, and dumping me. 
this is my, it's much, much like my life with women. Yes. Yes. Maybe you need to, I don't know, I'll write you a few hilarious things to say and maybe you'll get broadcast as well as recorded. But, back to Simon Cain and Ian Coyle, he sounded like a proper human being. He was a Dave man. Ian. You've met Ian? No, I haven't. Oh, Ian, the Dave man, he's the Dave man. Yes. Yes. Are you quite all right today, John? No, I think it's age, it is age, you were right. It's Alzheimer's. Uh, I found out last week I had Alzheimer's, but then I forgot about it. Ah. I need a scriptwriter. Um, I don't know why they keep not broadcasting me. I'm clearly very funny. It, hilarious. I completely... Yes, the man from Dave. La, I haven't la, met la. the man from Dave. No, but he was very good on the podcast. I've, I've lost track of this. Com- how, how many minutes just... are we in here? Eight minutes we're in. It's extraordinary. Eight minutes in, we haven't said anything. Well, I'm tr- doing my best, but... Dear listener, if you're listening to this, why? why? What are you doing? Haven't you got a life? It's like, it's like being trapped in a home for the bewildered. What, the BBC? No. Oh, Anna, what's happening at the BBC and ITV? All, all the comedy commissioning people are I know, I think, they know some, I think they know Elaine Bedell it, and... Uh, it's what, two, two people at the BBC, one, family person, Moore. one person at ITV. I mean... They're you know, all leaving. And I keep saying you should apply, and you keep saying you need to have some sort of ability at politics, which clearly oh, no, you don't have. Oh, no, I'm dreadful. I, I am even a dreadful executive producer. Why? Because, because I can't do all the talking to arseholes without getting tetchy, like I'm, I am now. And you don't get far in the higher echelons of television by getting tetchy with people. As I found to my cost. <laughs> but um, I just wonder... Who, who would have thought that telling people to fuck off was a bad idea? Why who, they're who all leaving. Well, yeah, like, we'll, just, we'll just carry on. We'll, have, we'll do parallel monologues, weaving in and out of each other, so and, and so, see how it goes. So, so, I, was, I, was, I, saw, I saw David Bowie, and he, he was a mime. He was a mime. He was, he was, he was at the Royal Festival Hall, he was, I think. And he was, he was supporting uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex before they became T-Rex. Before he became David Bowie, he was David someone else. David Jones, he was. Doing he was mime. a mime. He was doing mime. Have we had this conversation before? I think we have. Yes, yes. We probably have. Yes. They say that with, with the, you know, Alzheimer's. The, the short-term not... memory, like what we were talking about a minute ago, goes. But long-term memory, like seeing David Bowie supporting T-Rex uh, at the, whatever it was, South Bank remains. So, so I could maybe talk about things that Can I say happened you, you recently. Fa- you failed here, because we're supposed to be having two parallel monologues. This is clearly a conversation. This is not good. Ah, you see, you're not daft. I, back to Ian Coyle, who seems to be one of the few commissioning editors still in situ. He seemed to be a genuinely okay human being. And the next, uh, the next interview, the whatever it is, Ask the Industry podcast that Simon's doing, is with John Thoday, no less. And the strange thing was, I was always convinced it was the Queen Elizabeth Hall, but then someone actually produced a, an actual ticket to show it was the Festival Hall, and, and John, there was a review of it. Because John Thoday does not often give interviews. I mean, he's, he's quite a, a, a quiet person. That was my, my impression of John Thoday. As if he was in the room. I thought that we were on to something there, having the parallel conversations, but now you've joined in mine. <laughs> someone told me this week that <laughs> Jerry Sadowitz had hit someone else. It was Alan Yentob. Did he? Well uh, done, Jerry. And, and the story I heard was that uh, when uh, Jerry's agent was Avalon, he'd, he'd hit John Thoday. Well, I'm not... But, but now apparently he's also apparently hit uh, uh, Alan Yentob. 
Fair dues, fair dues. Well, at least he's choosing his victims from the you know, John Thede, higher echelons. We're gonna be, we're gonna no, nice there's, a, there's, a, there's a long and... Have you said John Thede is the boss at Avalon, one of the bosses at Avalon, an um, agency? Well, he started it. Yeah. He created it. Uh, I, um, there's, there's a long and unsavoury story attached to uh, Jerry and John Thode and Avalon, and even I would not want to wade Thank into those murky waters. God for that, because I'm, I'm the one who publishes this stuff, I'm the one who gets done for libel. Yeah, well, I'm not, as they say, I'm not going there, John. I'm just not going there. <sighs> oh. Well, I, I, well the, uh, the Jody Kamali uh, uh, talk... Um, I can't speak, I can't no. speak at all. Jody Kamali was going on and on Have about... Have some more chocolate. That's probably what it was. It was the millionaire shortcake. Jody Kamali, who did this wonderful thing on Facebook about um, uh, being uh, auditioned on Britain's Got Talent, which I, I then just nicked and put on my blog with his permission. I don't know where the sentence is going, really. No, carry no. on. Just let's no. see, let's see. So you, you nicked Jodie Kamali's blog about being treated badly. Oh, big surprise, on Britain's Got Talent. Simon Cowell was, nice, was not nice to him, apparently. Tarted it up a bit, changed some commas, a bit of punctuation, all that sort of stuff. And that was it. I saw the Modern Jazz Quartet at the, uh, the Royal Festival Hall once. OK. And is, the, is this real or are you just saying that to Phil's no, this empty air? This is parallel. I realised it was supposed to be parallel. Pa yeah, no, too late now. Uh, we've unparalleled. I think we've crossed. I, I saw Donovan at the, the Royal Albert Hall. I saw Donovan at Green's Playhouse in Glasgow when it was Green's Playhouse in Glasgow. And it's absolutely massive. And he was just sat on a big blue cushion in the centre of the stage with a guitar. Which well, I also saw, it has to be said, the aforementioned Tyrannosaurus Rex in... Uh, oh, no, it wasn't the Incredible String Band at... Uh, oh, oh my I love God, the Incredible String Band. At the Royal Festival Hall. And either Donovan or the Incredible String Band... Did you used to band, live at the Royal Festival Hall? No. You, you were camped outside? I've never camped in my life. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to... No, that's another matter. Uh, uh, Royal Festival... One, on one occasion when I went, someone ended up sitting amid a pile of instruments... And, and was throwing daffodils at the audience. That, now, and everyone then left the Royal Festival Hall and was walking along Kensington Gore carrying daffodils. Now, whether this was Donovan or the Incredible String Band is something my memory cannot grasp. Or an early incarnation of Dame Edna Everidge. Uh, no, that would have been before she, gladdies, gra be before she graduated uh, to Gladiola. Was she on daffs before? Well, they're so much cheaper. We're painting again. This is, this is degenerating into a conversation again. Now, on a more serious note, listener... What about, what about Thursday? The bomb that was dropped People can't still be listening, surely. The bomb that was dropped... 14 minutes. ...just before uh, we, you pressed the play button and said, what are we going to talk about, uh, that, that was, was that... Wrong. Uh, you don't think you're coming up to the Edinburgh Festival? I might not be. But I, I, have to, I have to be up there on the evening of Friday the 26th of August because that's the, Mal the increasingly prestigious Malcolm Hardy Awards show. Uh, but I don't actually have to be up there apart from the Grouchy Club. Uh, well, exactly. I, I can't do... Now, this is... Well, I, I, I would I, like reaction to this because I am firmly <laughs> of the, the opinion that I could not do the Grouchy Club on my own because I'm just not likeable enough and people <coughs> would get turned off uh, long before the hour was up. Well, you're not likable enough. I'm not important enough because people keep not transmitting my, my interviews. Yeah, but between the two of us... We make something that will keep people on seats for an hour. What, what that glue? So, because, but I just couldn't do it myself, and it would be a shame you not could. to have it. No, I couldn't. You can talk for hours on end. Yes, I know, but you've got to be able to talk for hours on end and, with, people, with, and make people want to listen to you. With interruptions. No, and make people want with to listen to you. No, make people with want to listen to you. Make people want to listen to you! And I don't think I could do that, because um, I, I get tetchy, and I'm just not... 
Get to tetchy. Nicey enough. Get to tetchy. Nicey enough. Ni nice enough. Get to tetchy implies you didn't start off tetchy. This is this is okay, tetchier. Yes, that's, that's But I only get tetchy when you interrupt me. I was. I only get tetchy when you interrupt me. It me I only get tetchy when you. you interrupt me. I wouldn't interrupt you. We could try a conversation made up entirely of interruptions. Interruptions. <laughs> Not just the word, actual interruptions. But, uh, right, oh, how about this? What's the difference between an interruption and an actual interruption? Anyway, Karen. I have an idea. Uh, what about this? Right, I have an idea. Oh, good And I want, to, I want to get this idea over uh, without it, interruption. It involves PBC. No, it doesn't involve... Uh. It's, oddly enough, it doesn't involve PBC. I think that we should crowdfund your presence at the Edinburgh Festival. No, no, then people have to be given things as, as little... Well, they could be, they would be given... Given that the show is free, that's difficult. Yeah, but they would be given <laughs> the joy of your presence. <laughs> I, I did try... What was it? I did try some bullshit thing on, on uh, uh, one of those crowdfunding things to see if they would actually fall for it, and they didn't. I can't remember what it was. I, I think it was... I wanted people to crowdfund me for no reason. I think that's what it was. Yes. I wanted to get uh, £2,000, and there was no, nothing at the end of it. Right. Uh, but they didn't put it up. So they probably thought this was bizarre. Yes, I'm not bizarre. surprised, John. I'm not surprised. <laughs> so what do you need to get you up there? Uh, baby spice as an incentive. No, we've, you've done, we've done that in previous... Enough with baby spice. Lewis right, Schaefer. Some place to stay? Lewis Schaefer. Some place to stay? Some place to stay. Free. With, with Lewis Schaefer. <laughs> you need some place to stay that's free. With Lewis Schaefer. And I'm Lewis, going to stop talking now. Is it? And I'm just not going to do but, this but anymore. But as we know, Louis Schaefer is I'm free getting, until famous. I'm getting tetchy now. My tetch is overcoming my will to continue speaking. I'm trying to find a way to get you up to Edinburgh. Well, bus would do. Could you afford the bus fare? If someone buys me a bus. Oh. No, no, anyway, I was going to use this as a way to publicise the increasingly prestigious Malcolm Hardy Awards because uh, I, I don't actually have to be up there because I have put in place the most brilliant judges, of course. Some of them are brilliant. Some of which I'll probably forget. One of them is Jay Richardson. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. So there's Jay Richardson, uh, who does the Scotsman and, and everything else up there, the list and everything. There's you, you do the Scotsman. There's, there's Claire Smith, who does the Scotsman. Marvellous. And there's Marissa Burgess, who does everything else. Marvellous. Um, so the wonderful judges, and, and possibly another person who apparently who isn't... I know, that would be fantastic. ..who isn't definite until July, but he says, he says he's happy to do it unless something else more interesting or important comes It would up. just be glorious if Bruce Dessau could do it. <laughs> Him too, yes. It, that would just be wonderful. It would give us, I would it would give us proper prestige. It Pro would give us proper prestige. You're proper prestige. You're the, no, I'm you're not. You're the doyen of, of Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, no, not once people hear me actually knocking you out and stamping on your head because you've been so irritating live on podcast. But people aren't frightened of Brucey. They're terrified of you. Oh, I don't know why. I'm a sick woman. Well, mind you, after they hear me, knocking you to the floor and stamping on your head because you've been so irritating live on podcast, they may well decide to be frightened of me. Um, no, I can't say what I was going We're not going there, right? We're not what? going there. No, nothing. No, 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 no. What? <laughs> I was going to say, you can't play the role of dominatrix. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think a, it does. It's a private joke, or you could come to the increasingly prestigious Grouchy Club Live and find out what that was all about. Mm. When is the next Grouchy Club Live? <laughs> the 9th, which is it's the second Tuesday of every month, and in this case it's the 9th of February, 6.30, in the Mama Beershara Emporium in Shepherd's Bush. And it should be exciting. Uh, you jolly good fun. Anyone we know coming? Yeah, I, I, I don't think I can go. I don't think I can afford to I don't come, think really. we missed, John, on, on the strength uh, of this podcast, quite <laughs> frankly. It will be easier without you. So, so here we are on the, the Grouchy Club Comedy uh, Industry Podcast. We haven't done the comedy industry yet, have we? Apart from, no, men- apart from Jodie Kamali. And a name check for... Uh, for uh, Bruce. Bruce. No, no, for um, uh, we've got John Thurday. Yes. And a John Th- and that Avalon... I've always, I've always Avalon have got this terrible reputation. They have, and I've always found them actually rather amiable. Uh, I've never had any trouble at all with Avalon. Have you ever actually been contracted yes. to or by them? Yes, because Malcolm Hardy, when he decided to write his uh, autobiography, phoned me up and said, uh, "I just be, I've got this autobiography they want done, and I can't fucking do it. You'll have to do it." Mm-hmm. And so he said, "We'll split the split it fifty fifty. And I said, no, nah, no, nah, you're right, you can write it all. So we'll, let, let's be 90-10 in your favour. You, you take 90, I'll take 10, because you're going to write it all anyway. And he, and he eventually beat me down to 80-20. So mm-hmm. he got 80, I got 20. Then, of course, he couldn't actually do it. So I, I ended up writing about 80% of it. So I think the negotiations went awry somewhere. You see, you're, but, 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 you're but, 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 Avalon's ideal negotiator, <laughs> an absolute patsy who just rolls over and gets... Destroyed. But, but the point of this is that, in fact, uh, he actually hadn't sold the, the autobiography. Avalon had. Avalon had agented the autobiography to, uh, I think, they touted it around and they got uh, Fort Estate to, to buy it. Crikey. And, and so, so they negotiated uh, an advance, very nice, uh, which we got, uh, I think, on time. Uh, and then, oh, we, with the advantage, you get the first third on, on signing up. I think we got that on time. And then the, the, the second and third tranches, I think we had to wait about six months or something while Avalon had <laughs> interest on it, but that's fair enough. No, they were all very amiable. But when Malcolm died, I put on a show at uh, Hackney Empire for him. Well, not for him, he was dead. Yep. Uh, and uh, uh, I had a little programme done, and I thought, oh, I'll get advertising for this. And I, I contacted Avalon, and by return, they, they bought a, a whole page. Not, How much was a whole page? I can't remember it, but it was, it was perfectly reasonable. And it, like what? It was a, we're talking uh, thousands? No, no, it was We're a, talking uh, hundreds? A few we're talking quid. tens? It's a few hundred quid. No, a few hundred quid, which doesn't mean anything to them. But, I mean, they, they didn't have to do it, and they, they were very quick, they were very nice. Uh, and they've always been very amiable to me. Uh, they talked to you and me about an, an yes, idea. Yes, and, and they didn't have to. They were very no, no, they are extreme. Yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah. Uh, the, there was a time in television, uh, not, well, I suppose uh, in the 90s, certainly, if you were in telly and you were looking to book comedy acts, if you could possibly avoid it, you avoided using an Avalon act because it was just so horrific. But that, that was complicated. The, the reason, because I was working for, with Malcolm, in fact, at Nogate Television at that point when Avalon was starting up. Mm. And the problem was that Avalon had these acts uh, who were alternative, hadn't that much experience, and he asked stratospherically insane amounts for them. They, for an entity, they'd ask for, you know, like uh, £50,000 or something, where there, was, there wasn't in the budget and it, the act wasn't worth it. And... Uh, and they, were, they, were, they asked such enormous amounts you couldn't even start to negotiate with them mm. because you were so far apart. And that was the reputation they had. Yeah, and also for being... You know, their acts would arrive with armed guard, wouldn't do it on a Tuesday or if it was overcast. And there was, I mean, they had riders on their riders. And, it was, and then, you know, Avalon always, no, they will do this, they won't do this. It but, was horrific. And, and, but I think they kind of... Well, what they learned from the fact that people were just 
walking away from them. And uh, they're sort of easier. They've even, even got easier to deal with uh, at the Edinburgh Festival because it used to be... Um, uh, you literally had to leave a kidney in the London office just to be allowed in to review any uh, of their acts. But, but also what they were, they were very good at spotting talent early on, and so they actually signed up bloody good acts to such an extent that you could not deal with them because they had all the best acts, which, oh, they had which is some good. Of the best acts. Well, they had quite a lot. I think you have to give Addison Cresswell the late oh, well, Addison Cresswell yeah, his yeah. due. Although Addison was after, I think he was after uh, not Avalon, much. wasn't he? And Hannah not? Chambers? No, we, she, don't, she's we, a, we don't even talk about her. I know, she's a, she's a hard woman, but she has a great eye for talent. Oh, or was it Noel Faulkner had a great eye for talent and he nicked, she nicked all the acts? That's arguable. I think, I think it's more than arguable. I see. <laughs> so was, was Jimmy Carr with Noel, with yes. the Comedy Cafe? Yes. Oh, crikey. We're, we're not getting into this because of, 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 uh, I'm not getting, getting sued. Right, okay. All right, no, we won't get into that. Yeah, well, Noel does have... A phenomenal eye for talent. Co comedy Cafe Management had a very good uh, route of artists. So, so what, what should we talk about now? Well, we've been talking about comedy. Well, that's, that's no use at all. Well, at least you've been talking about something. I remember. Christ, I thought it was all... We were going to have some kind of... Well, you can't have subtitles on a podcast. But I thought we were going to have some kind of explanatory note... note uh, book of notes on this because it was so incomprehensible. Because I'm, I'm so old I remember it before there were flying saucers in the roof. The Royal Albert Hall. There was always a sound problem, wasn't there? And there was sound bouncing and then they put they had tried everything, couldn't, couldn't sort it out, the echo. And then they put flying saucers in the roof and that sorted it. I remember that. Really? Yeah. They were sorted out by the time I saw whoever it was, Donovan and... And, uh, and Tyrannosaurus Rex. No, Incredible String Band, I was wrong right. about. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so it was South Bank that you saw Tyrannosaurus Rex with David Bowie? Yes, I saw, I saw them at the, the uh, Festival Hall, apparently. Mm. Well, no, David Jones, as he then David was. David Jones. Yes. But not of the monkeys? Not of the monkeys, no. That must have caught... Maybe, well, That's maybe... why he had to change his name. Indeed. Apparently. Yeah. Although the idea of David Bowie in the monkeys is a certain appeal. Well, the monkeys was OK. I like the monkeys. I think this is pretty good. So we're going off at a tangent. This is excellent. Mm. I, it... I think excellent is pitching it a bit high, John. There were, there were, there was... It's OK. Because uh, the monkeys had, had a good, good producer and director, didn't they? I can't remember who they were. They had, they, I still quite like the idea of parallel monologues. And the songs were very good, as, as were the Incredible String Band. At least that would be kind of alternative. Old creatures are brighter day and brighter star. Well, I'm glad that one of us has sung. What? Was that their hit? We can't write inside of me, close as you can be. I kiss your blood. And your blood kiss me. They're going to sue me for copyright infringement now. No, they're not. But no, every week now, though, we, are, we have established this precedent yeah. and you are going to sing. No, you sang. Then that's, that's the singing done. No, no, no. You sounded a bit like Jake Thackeray there. Oh, my, I can't remember. He, was he West Country? I can't remember. Yeah. How did he go? I, I don't remember. I couldn't. I can't remember any of his songs. My dad was a huge Jake Thackeray fan. Was he something to do with Postman? I can't remember. Have, uh, you, have you got a postman? Yeah. Have you got a light boy? How does it go after that? Uh, oh, something. Oh, uh, Molly Wimley. She smokes like a chimney, but she's my little nicotine girl. She's easily suckered into singing, isn't she? Mm. Any excuse, she goes off. Can we stop now? 
what, what the, the, the extremely exciting podcast. What, 18, 18 and a half minutes? No, I think no, no that's the time, 18.30. Oh, right. It's actually right. 27.13. Oh, good God, that's more than enough of this drivel. Look, for the next time, send questions, just like you do for Janie Godley, and, and we will we'll attempt to answer them. But they, make them quite simple for John, because he's fading fast intellectually, as you can probably tell, and I'm usually just too up myself and bad-tempered to be bothered about anybody else, so... Well, we can't, we can't sort of rebrand this podcast as surreal, can we? Mm, I think people might have got that. I still think the talking in parallel monologues is quite good. <laughs>